2: Yeah, we'll get back to the uh, whole e-bike thing momentarily, but uh, Barbie, <laughs> the Barbie movie is a cultural phenomenon, and I have absolutely zero intention, I will not see the Barbie movie, however many people have, and uh, one of the people in whom I have a great deal of disappointment right now is uh, the behind the glass, Josh Schmidt. Josh, you saw the Barbie movie. I
3: did. I did. It, it was uh, not what I expected it to be.
2: Okay, I think we we need to explore the root causes of this first. Why did you see the Barbie movie? Whose idea was it?
3: Uh, it was my uh, it was my girlfriend's idea. However, I did think of the whole th- there was the whole Barbenheimer thing where you go see Oppenheimer and then you go see Barbie, so you lift your spirits a little bit. Yeah, but Barbie really wasn't all that funny to me. It 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 wasn't like the comical movie I was expecting. It was, it had like these weird serious moments where they were very much pushing narratives, and I just it, it had some funny bits where I laughed, but I just was not expecting it to be what it was. So I probably wouldn't rate it any higher than a five, personally.
2: When when you say narratives, am I to presume that you're talking about some political agenda?
3: Yeah, that's kind of the vibe it gave off where it just it's not, I don't know, it's just not what I expected, so it kind of left a bad taste in my mouth.
2: Really? Really? Uh, did you like Team America, World Police?
3: Uh, I've never seen
2: it. Oh, you are missing out, my friend. did you Did you wa- ever watch clerks?
3: No, I have not.
2: Wow. Josh, all of these ga- gaping holes in your cultural knowledge. Um, Pee Wee Herman died. Did you watch Pee Wee's Playhouse when you were growing up?
3: I didn't watch that either.
2: (laughs) Wow. Well, I mean, I know Pee Wee saw a lot of movies uh, in his life, but I don't think we can name the titles of some of them, but, uh, well, I guess we all, uh, yeah. So anyway, um, wow. So I mean, think about it. Randy Meisner, Sinead O'Connor, Pee Wee Herman, and before that, Tony Bennett. The icons just keep falling, and Randy Meisner, one of the founding members of the Eagles, I know I told this story earlier, but um, Randy Meisner basically got kicked out of the Eagles uh, and replaced by Timothy B. Schmidt from Poco because Don Henley and Glenn Fry said, okay, Randy, your encore, you're going to sing Take It to the Limit. And Randy Meisner wasn't really into or up to singing Take It to the Limit, which even for Randy Meisner in his prime was a bitch of a song to sing and uh, almost got or did get into a fistfight with Don Henley. And that was pretty much the end of Randy Meisner's run with the Eagles. And there's a video online. Uh, Well, I'm sorry. I say it's online until Henley's attorneys send the cease and desist order, Uh, but it's... uh, Randy Meisner wearing a Washington Capitals jersey at Capitol Center doing Take It to the Limit in the late 1970s, and if that does not send chills down your spine, you need to check your pulse. Phenomenal, phenomenal live performance by Randy Meisner. He nailed every single note in a song that, even for Randy Meisner, was tough to sing. And then uh, he had, uh, I think, one... Relatively big solo hit after the Eagles with uh, Hearts on Fire. And we also lost Sinead O'Connor, The Emperor's New Clothes, and a song that Prince wrote, Nothing Compares to You. Um, But I guess that's kind of far afield from the Barbie movie. I'm sure Randy Meisner did not come up during the Barbie movie.
3: He did not, no. Uh, Safe to say there was no Eagles songs playing in the Barbie movie.
2: That's unfortunate. Uh, it really is. But uh, all right. Thank you uh, kindly, Josh Schmidt, for the uh, movie review. Gives uh, Barbie a five out of ten. I mean, it's been not a five out of five, but a five out of ten.
3: Uh, yes. Yeah. No. A five out of five. Like I said, there was funny bits, but you, you mean over, a five out of t- you mean er, a five out of ten? Five out of ten. Yeah. There was funny bits, but overall, it just did not. You know, it, it did not live up to the hype that it received.
2: Well, I, uh, I'm sorry to hear that, but uh, I'm going to have to take your word for it because that's just something I will not get around ever to seeing. Um, thank you very much. I've been enraptured by the uh, – if you've got a spare couple of years, uh, there is something on Amazon. I know we have a lot of people interested in World War II um, who uh, – uh, listen to the program, but there's basically World War Two day by day diaries. Literally takes you day by day through World War Two, and it's mesmerizing. It's fascinating. And it also is interminably long. Watched it pretty much all weekend, only up to like early 1943. So uh, yeah, it's uh, it's quite detailed. I'll say that much. Anyway, uh, welcome to the show. It is 5:15 uh, at News Radio 930 WBEN, and we have quite a few things that are going on. First of all, uh, the whole show started with uh, e-bikes and the e-bike phenomenon in western new york and in the united states i saw my first e-bike a uh, few weeks ago while sitting on the second floor of uh, an outside eatery and i thought to myself what was that and the person i was with said well that's an e-bike and i thought well that's kind of cheating isn't it and uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, anyway uh, it was a, it was a group of people it must have been some kind of a local cycling club. I'm not sure. But are you into your e-bike? Are, are you an e-bike enthusiast would be one of my questions right now. The other question that I have is uh, dealing with uh, the interactions you've had on the roads, bicycles and motor vehicles. Bicycles, And motor vehicles because there are a lot of bicyclists who have a lot of problems with people who drive motor vehicles. And there's a lot of people who drive motor vehicles who have a problem with bicyclists. And we've heard from some of those people. And an interesting angle that was brought into this whole discussion by a caller from Albion. Why should New York State make you register and license your e-bike have it annually safety inspected, and make you wear a helmet when you are riding an e-bike, even if you are an adult? That is the question. If you are an e-bike aficionado, you may very well have uh, some strong opinions on that. And we heard a guy before who got in an accident with a regular ordinary bicycle in a parking lot And uh, ended up having his car insurance rates go up. Oh, And speaking of which, should you have to carry insurance on your e-bike? I mean, basically, should everything that you have to do with a motor vehicle, uh, you know, four-wheel, motorcycle, whatever, should all of those things be in place for e-bikes? Should it be registered? Should it be annually inspected for safety? Should you have to wear a helmet? Should it have a tag? Uh, which would go along with the uh, registration. Uh, and I think it's only a matter of time before it happens in New York State. Now, you tell me if that is a good idea or not. 803-0930, star 930, one Here is uh, Sharon on uh, cell phone. Sharon, you are on. Hello.
0: Hi, Tom. Um, yes, ma'am. Um, I, I do not believe that these bikes should be registered. Um, for people... Months. People need to get smarter and smart driving. And uh, we have two e-bikes that we use. We wear helmets.
2: But you you, you wear helmet you wear helmets by choice. There's not a law like there is for motorcycles in New York State that you have to wear a helmet.
0: No, correct. We wear it by choice. But even when you go into the state parks, you need a helmet on. Uh, you cannot uh, uh, ride the bikes. In the state parks without a helmet, so they uh, say.
2: On your on your e-bike. All right. Well, what do you do? You have so to I do, do anything. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: In, in the county parks.
2: Uh, I'm I'm a little confused. You said state parks, and now you're saying county parks. I'm confused. I
0: meant I meant the county parks, like uh, Emory Park, Chestnut
2: Ridge. And, and this is for e-bikes, or is this for all bikes? Oh. All bikes. Uh, even if you're, even if you're a grown-up and adult, correct. Should should you on your e-bikes should you have to carry um, liability insurance?
0: Uh, no.
2: We Why tried not?
0: to uh, we tried to look into insurance just to cover them in case somebody stole them, and they told me there is no such insurance for bikes, the e-bikes at all
2: we had a caller earlier who said he was in the insurance industry and apparently there are companies that do offer riders for e-bikes e- i mean insurance not riders. Ours. well you might want you might want to shop it around
0: yeah but no i don't think new york state should be involved in us riding these e-bikes not but at what
2: all. what's the difference what what's uh, just to play uh avocados diaboli here uh what's the difference between your e-bike and somebody on a motorcycle you can't go as fast. Well, but uh, you don't... can get up to
0: 70, 80 miles an hour. I can't yeah.
2: do that. Well, you can go, what, 17 to 20? Yes. All right. Thank Thank you very much. I, I appreciate the call. 803-0930, star 930, and uh, 1-800-616-WBEN. I think you know what the questions are. I'm not going to repeat them again. Back to the calls. And here is Sean on a cell phone. Sean, you think e bikes ought to be registered, and I presume uh, liability insurance and safety inspection and the whole nine yards.
1: The whole nine, and I'll explain. It. We got a thought experiment. I'm
2: going to hit you Okay, dude, you got to do something with the phone. You got to do something with the phone because it's it's bad. Right, I don't all right. know. If... All, right. all right, all right. Can you hear me? Yeah, is your window down or something? Uh... No, my car has a loud cross. Okay, so I want you to speak up so you overpower the sound of your exhaust. I will, I will do my best. Thank you. Okay,
1: so anecdotally, I saw two, uh, two different times people walking out of maybe an alleyway or their home or something and almost getting hit by these e-bikes on the sidewalk, okay? So if there's a hit and run on an e-bike, they'll never find the person. So tag it, register it. Do everything you need to do as it was a motorcycle. Like you asked that woman, you know, what's the difference between an e bike and a motorcycle? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Just the speed. Um, and I'm going to tell you, being a mechanic, there is a very, very easy way to make those things go much faster. So, register, insure.
2: Register, insure, and uh, safety inspection, too, because uh, sometimes they burst into flames.
1: I mean, I guess um, you're going to have to take that to a specialist. And like I said, the modifications that go on in these things, you would have to be a specialist to to know if they were modified or not. So there's going to be training involved, and there's a lot more involved than uh, the layman thing. That's all I'm saying. Uh,
2: I mean, I certainly understand your concern about the uh, liability, and uh, all I can say is uh, this is New York State. And I feel very, very comfortable on the 31st day of July, 2023, saying eventually everything you guys want is going to happen. You're going to have to pay liability insurance. You're going to have to pay to register. They're probably going to have tags on them. You'll have a helmet law in place for e-bikes.
1: Oh, yeah, no, that will happen. And I don't care because I'm never going to ride one. But I'm just saying that's what I think should happen.
2: All right. Well, thank thank you very much. Uh, and if you look, if you get hit by an e bike at uh, seventeen miles an hour, you get hit by a bike at fifteen miles an hour. You're gonna get you're gonna get wrecked. I mean, uh, it's not gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, If you're on hold, kindly stay there. I will take your telephone calls. Uh, Interesting turn in our little discussion here, I would say.
0: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's been seven hours and 15 days since you took your love away. I go out
2: every night and sleep all day, since your love away. Sinead O'Connor, song written by Prince, actually. It's uh, 537 at News Radio 930 WBEN. It is... Uh, it's about as much as I can take. Uh, 537 at News Radio 930 WBEN. And uh, we're talking about um, talking about e-bikes. And uh, do you have an e-bike? Do you love your e-bike? Why did you buy an e-bike? Uh, interactions between motor vehicle traffic and bicycle uh, people. Um, we haven't had any great conflict stories today, which is rather disappointing to me being in talk radio. Um, and the other thing is, Should your e-bike be subjected to the same kind of regulation as a motor vehicle would be? Should it have to have a license plate? Should you be required to have liability insurance? Should you be required to wear a helmet and, of course, an annual safety inspection? Uh, One of our earlier callers from Albion brought that up, and uh, I looked around on the internet, and I read what I found on the internet, but... uh, yeah, just because something's on the internet doesn't mean that it can't be changed. 803 0930 star 930 1 616 WBEN. Let's go to Tim in uh, Lancaster. Tim, you're on WBEN. Hello.
4: Hey, Tom. Um, these e bikes, I'm a motorcyclist, longtime motorcyclist. I was riding along one. Uh, the one that I was riding along with was doing 34 miles an hour. So I don't know. I think there's different miles. You can I don't know exactly top speeds, but at 34 miles an hour, no helmet, that's fine. But I'm a motorcyclist. I have to wear a helmet in New York State. If I ride my motorcycle at 30, I still need to have a helmet. So maybe there should be just some safety rules or maybe a little safety training on these e-bikes because I think 30 miles an hour down a sidewalk is kind of dangerous.
2: Well according I mean I'm not mechanically uh, inclined as uh, pretty much everybody knows but apparently those who are mechanically inclined there are simple ways to uh, modify your e-bike so it can go in sure. excess of what one might expect Right I would I would think so I would think so
4: So, so as,
2: as yeah, a motor, as a motorcycle Sorry, sorry, as as a motorcyclist, you find it intrinsically unfair that you have to do insurance, you have to wear a helmet, you have to get inspected, you have to have registration, and the e-bikes don't.
4: Well, if you want to put it that way, yeah. (laughs) I mean, I would like to have my choice whether to wear a helmet or not, but because I live in this state, I have to wear a helmet.
2: That's I think you should opinion. have a choice. I absolutely yeah. think you should have a choice in as many okay. things as possible, actually.
4: Right, right. But if they're going to be, again, my main concern is at 30-some miles an hour, like I said, down the sidewalk, I don't know. I, I get. I understand the bicycle lanes, and not everybody has bicycle lanes. But <clears throat> at 30 miles an hour, that's pretty fast. And but if that y- was y- an accident y- would
2: y- You know, even before e-bikes were a thing, Um, I mentioned this earlier, but uh, every day in the summer of 2010, remember it well, uh, but every day in the summer of 2010, I'd walk 10 miles along the river. Didn't lose a single freaking pound, I might add. Uh, But there were – not not a single pound, seriously. Uh, But anyway, uh, that being said – Um, there were bikes that were going by me easily, 25, 35 miles an hour. And if I had not been paying attention or if they had not rung their little bell or said, coming from behind, if I would have taken one wayward step, um, I would have been badly hurt. Anybody would have been badly hurt.
4: Hmm. Well, Well, the bike, and there you go. They're a bike pass, and that's
2: specifically what people use them for walking and everything else, so. Well, you know what? It's it's funny because we, we we did in fact that that's another great angle to the show. Um, are they bike paths or are they walking paths for you? Right. And you're right. absolutely right because technically they are bike paths, but people use right. them to walk. Walk on, right? True that. Well, again, the e bike things. I think they're great. I
4: I have no problem with or anything. But again, my son in law has one. His does thirty well twenty nine miles an hour. So you know i i understand i get it i have no problem with them but you know maybe they're just and i don't like living in a thing of rules but sometimes some rules have to be made i think i mean i don't know for safety
2: reasons i would think um well we'll we'll see um yeah. thank we'll see what other people have to say thank you very much okay so uh those of you again those of you who have e-bikes how come you got an e-bike? What was the big selling point for you? What are the advantages of an e-bike? Uh, I will never buy an e-bike. I feel very comfortable in uh, saying that, and I doubt seriously if I'll ever buy a uh, bicycle, simply because uh, two wheels and I just don't seem to get along very well. Um, I wiped out a lot when I was a kid, and uh, it, yeah. So anyway, um, and the other the other thing is too that just kind of came up when something is a bike path. Should pedestrians not be allowed on something that is called a bike path? And you see it all over the place. You see it along the river. You see it in Amherst. You see it in Clarence, wherever you are. Uh, it can be called a bike path, but not everybody is on a bike. And I would imagine that if you were a bicyclist, you probably don't much cotton to the idea of pedestrians being on the bike path. Yes? No? 803 0930, star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. And should the um, uh, should the so-called e-bikes, should people have to wear helmets on the e-bikes? I'm talking about adults. Should, should you have to wear a helmet on an e-bike? That is a fair question. Uh, should you have to register your e-bike? Should you have to have proof of liability insurance for your e-bike? And, I mean, you could also say, well, why shouldn't uh, ordinary bikes, uh, people on ordinary bicycles, have, (coughs) pardon me, have to provide proof of insurance? And, you know, that's probably a legitimate question because... You know there have been some bicycles that, uh, especially in New York City, you're walking. Well, <laughs> used to go to New York City, but uh, that ain't happening soon. Uh, but in, in New York City, I mean, you get these people on bikes, and you know you think you think everything is all clear. You think you get the go ahead, and these people buzz by you at ridiculous rates of speed. And um, every now and again, you do see story about people being seriously hurt and sometimes killed by a bicyclist who's doing a ridiculous amount of speed. Eight oh three. 930 is the phone number. Uh, I have time to take your telephone call if you get on board now. 803-0930 is the phone number. Stein 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. Should e-bikes have to face the same regulation as any other motor vehicle, or is that just a question of uh, you saying, no, 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 we don't want more of the nanny state? And we heard a story in the previous hour from a guy who collided with an ordinary bicycle in a parking lot and uh, ended up having his uh, insurance rates uh, go up. I mean, what he should have done was put the guy in the trunk and then put it in the woods somewhere. But uh, I'm kidding, kidding, kidding. 803-0930. Star 930, 1-800. Yeah, we're going to the hospital. You're going to be more comfortable back here. 803-0930 is the uh, phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone and 1-800-616-WBEN. I'd love to know uh, if you e-bike riders would protest if you had to register your e-bike, get a tag on it, have a safety inspection every year, and uh, be forced to wear a helmet. And And how about you you bicyclists? Should the same apply to you, even though it is not a motor vehicle? Very interesting question. 803-0930, star 930, one 616 wben And uh, if you are a bicyclist, should pedestrians be banned from bike paths? And if you are a uh, walker, should bikes be banned from Bike paths. Here's uh, Dan in uh, Chictawaga on WBen. Dan, hello.
1: Hi, Tom. How are you today? Yes, sir. Uh, Tom, there isn't enough room for separate paths for pedestrians, bikes, and pets and whatever. Now the ter- the correct terminology
2: is
4: multi-use
2: trails. Okay, so everybody can use them. multi-use trails. Well, let me tell you a little bit about multi-use trails. One of my pet peeves when I was walking 10 miles a day and not losing a pound during the summer of 2010 (laughs) was: you know, I walk at a pretty fast uh, pace, and you get these people who would just be congregated. I mean, there was all this room around, and they congregated in the middle of the path, and it was very annoying. As a pedestrian, it was annoying. So I can only imagine what it would be like for somebody on a bicycle. But um, you're going to have to bring me up to speed on uh, multi. What is it? Multi-use trails. Yes, that's the new terminology. Acor- acor- I did not get this memo. According to uh, according to whom? New York State. Multi-use trails. Um, that's really interesting. But, okay, but if these things were designed as bike paths. If I was a bicyclist, I wouldn't want to see a pedestrian walking on the multi-use trail that was designed to be a bike path. I mean, the other alternative, too, is you make them wider. Clearly, there is a demand for these, if you want to call them, multi-use trails. So, you know, why not take some of the money we get taxed and make them twice as wide as they currently are where practicable?
1: well that's that's a very good idea Tom. and where you said we' practical uh, there probably isn't a lot of space for it okay
2: mm, I think it really it depends on where you are I mean uh, uh, Amherst uh, the uh, North Forest path there's plenty of room for that um, plenty of room. At the amherst state park plenty of room along the river in most places where they could expand it and make it wider i mean the demand is incredible people want to get outside when the weather is nice and sometimes even when the weather isn't nice but usually only if there's a football game (laughs) so multi-use trails yes it's for everybody all right thank thank you very much i appreciate it um but, I mean, when, bike path is so ingrained into our lexicon. Um, uh, the bike path murderer, for example. Uh, do we now have to say the multi-use trail murderer? I certainly hope not. I mean, guy's a scumbag either way. 803. 0930-STAR-930 oh, 930, 930, and uh, 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, your thoughts on uh, e-bikes. Do you own an e-bike? Do you want to buy an e-bike? Should e-bike uh, people be subjected to uh, having licenses for e-bi- uh, e-bikes, e registration, tags, safety inspections, mandatory helmets, uh liability insurance it's been suggested by a few people much to my surprise i must say on news radio 930 wben uh, phone number is 803-0930, 803-0930 star 930 on the cell phone and one 800 wben and the whole show was basically um spawned by uh, an article at uh, WBEN.com by Tom Puckett. It's not at all an uncommon sight to see what appears to be a regular bike buzzing down the street, sidewalk or path, and it turns out to be one of the many e-bikes on the market. The e-bike is growing in popularity in Buffalo, western New York, and beyond. One e-bike retailer telling WBEN it is perhaps the future of transportation. Uh, Jim Costello, uh, we spoke with him earlier from Burt's Bikes and Fitness, says the e-bike is more than just a bike. It's transportation, it's recreation, and all of those things combined. So people can have a lot of different experiences on e-bikes. In fact, some are buying e-bikes to use on their jobs, such as food delivery, and for others, it is replacing a second car. Uh, Thing is... Irrespective of what uh, Mr. Costello said, I would not want to be on an e-bike in uh, February in, uh, in in Buffalo. I'm sorry. That's I, a man has got to draw the line somewhere. Uh, Costello says consider for what purpose you will use the e-bike when you're looking to buy, particularly where and how you will ride. There are more styles of e-bikes than there are regular bicycles, and there are lots of differences between them. So you really want to get something that is suited for what you want it to do recommends a test ride similar to a test drive for a car um, we had a lady calling in uh, before from East Amherst who likes her e-bike because that way she, uh, she apparently cycles with a whole bunch of people in a cycling club and uh, her husband goes really really fast and she can't really really keep up but the e-bike allows her to keep up I don't know how common that is um, and I've seen Uh, A couple of uh, e-bikes going up uh, Main Street in Williamsville as part of a group of uh – I don't know, a couple dozen bicyclists a few weeks ago. Uh, The dude from uh, Burt's says uh, the e-bike has opened the door for people with mobility issues to hop on as well. We regularly sell e-bikes to people who haven't been able to ride for many years, who have bad knees or bad hips. Now they can get on an electric bike or an electric tricycle and actually be outside for multiple hours and experience things they haven't before or at least in a very long time. There are two types of main e-bikes. One has pedal assist, where the motor assists your pedaling. You'd be going about 10 miles an hour, and now you're on an e-bike with that same effort. You're going 15. All right, well, that sounds uh, interesting. But, I mean, apparently the uh, workout is just as good on an e-bike as it is on an ordinary bike. Uh, But, you know, again, I... We'll be looking more and more for uh, e-bikes around western New York, and uh, before I say goodbye for this uh, Monday, I just, of course, want to encourage everybody to be um, super polite and super courteous on the roads to both motor vehicles as well as uh, e-bikes, which I guess are kind of motor vehicles anyway.